That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your Weekly Review? Hi, James. I am doing okay today, and I have done my weekly review. It is a a little anchor of normalcy in my day-to-day life, which seems all over the place right now. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got it done and that it's giving you a, a sense of normalcy. I also did my weekly review this week, um, and thank you for delaying recording this for about 30 minutes so I could finish that up before we started. And I could honestly report I had finished it. <laughs> well, good for you. And good for us. I, I think we're, I don't know what our streak is right now, but it's it's a, it's a real streak. It is definitely a real streak. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loath to break it. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you had sent me uh, links to a couple of articles um, earlier and... Uh, I gave them a read, and uh, we thought maybe we would talk about them uh, today since they are relevant to both getting things done, but also in doing so in this uh, very, as one article puts it, surreal environment of uh, the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, So let's actually start with the the article you sent from the Chronicle of Higher Education entitled Mm -hmm. Why You Should Ignore All That Coronavirus-Inspired Productivity Pressure. Yes. (laughs) That caught my eye for sure. I don't even know now where I saw the link, but I I thought, huh, I'm always interested in a, a, you know, contrary opinion about things that seem to be sort of accepted wisdom, which is that, you know, we could possibly get things done or more things done right now because we have all this flexibility in theory um, because everybody is working from home. So, uh, yeah, this article, even though, you know, it's, it's certainly targeted, as the Chronicle of Higher Education is targeted towards academia and um, professors. But professors are very much a a work-at-home kind of group, even though they go and they teach and they have offices. But they, you know, they don't go into like nine to five job situation at all. And they have certainly have studies at home and they work at home as well. And and on holidays and such like that, or when they go off on research trips, they they work. Um, they have to organize themselves. They always, you know, have had to decide what they're doing and how they're going to go about it. And and it definitely is one of the things that can be challenging about academia. And having spent a few years myself in the process uh, of uh, going after a PhD, um, I learned that, you know, I'm not really, I'm not the the 
the self-directed academic type. (laughs) (laughs) I like to have a lot of little tasks that pop up and I don't, I'm not very good at working on a two or three year project, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like a dissertation. But this, nonetheless, this, this article, um, I liked how it, it just said like, well, first of all, the author herself has lived through um, periods of serious uh, disruption. So she's an she's an academic who studies um, economics in the Middle East, and um, she's as she says she's lived under conditions of war, conflict, poverty, disaster, and experienced food shortages and disease outbreaks, and as well as long periods of social isolation and restricted movement and confinement. So that also made me uh, uh, perk up my ears because she's, um, and her name's Aisha Ahmad. She says, you know, she has like, kind of breaks it down, like, don't like be too hard on yourself, certainly not in the first few weeks, because your whole uh, life is become different and that you are you have to make time to um, figure out what's going on and make mental adjustments and that um, you know that I love the sentence where she says no sane person feels good during a global disaster <laughs> so be grateful for the discomfort of your sanity and um, you know it's just ignore what she calls poor the people who are posting productivity porn on social media right now. (laughs) It's okay if you keep waking up in the middle of the night. It's okay if you forgot to eat lunch or that you haven't touched a project that you're supposed to do, you know, for the last three weeks. And so that, I think that was a good message and made me feel a little better about the feeling that, you know, nothing, while nothing is is drastically different in my life because I am working from home as I always have. I tended to spend a lot of time, you know, to myself with, you know, the being on the internet, being with friends online, as opposed to spending lots of time out and about um, interacting with people in real life. And so, you know, it's not that I'm spending a lot less time with people, but I'm, but because I'm spending no time, hardly, I'm spending no time with people I know. I mean, I'm certainly going to the store once a week, <laughs> but that's not the same thing as going and hanging out with my family or my friends. And uh, um, so, yeah, just feeling like, um, I just felt like uh, this morning when I was thinking that we were going to, you know, we're going to record another episode of the weekly review and r- running my mind over what productivity help could we give people <laughs> right now. And, you know, who I want to make sure that people don't feel like we're piling on any productivity porn. Um, and this, this, uh, this professor Ash- Ahmad really did, uh, lay it out that, you know, no matter, just know you're not failing and, and don't, um, don't hold yourself to some unrealistic standard of what you will get done because, you know, all the time you save grocery shopping right now, for example. (laughs) So I don't know. 
what did you think? Well, yeah, she also says kind of in this, especially this first stage, um, to focus on kind of security and the things you need to make yourself safe, you and your family. So mm-hmm. focusing, you know, on making sure you do have food and focusing on are, is your family okay if you live with them or if they're remote checking in on mm-hmm. family members, friends. And she also says maybe fitness um, is something to focus on, not necessarily to, you know, to become super buff, but just staying <laughs> at home. Um, you can be a lot more sedentary than you normally are. And um, staying, having some kind of fitness can, you know, keep your lungs going, which is important if you happen to um, end up contracting to try to be as robust as possible. So she mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, her message isn't don't, um, don't try to do anything. Um, but it's don't feel bad that you haven't written the great American novel yeah. two weeks in because somebody tweeted that somebody else under quarantine once did something impressive. Um, because <laughs> yeah. um, I've seen those tweets go by and good for them. <laughs> um, like my impressive feet might be by the end of this that I will have a clear kitchen table. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's not a world changing thing, but it's, it's something to do. But she also says that, um, you know, especially now most of us are kind of in the first couple of weeks of um, sheltering in place or just social distancing that um, you also need to kind of don't worry so much about productivity at first because your whole world has changed. Um, But that Mm -hmm. you will come to kind of accept that new normal, as she calls it, Mm -hmm. embracing a new normal. Um, And she says, you know, emotionally prepare yourself that this could, you know, be 12 to 18 months, followed by a slow recovery. And if things are better than that, um, that's great. But it's mm-hmm. it's important to kind of not uh, not try to fool yourself into thinking that, oh, you know, this will be 14 days you know, 28 days and then we'll all just go back to normal yeah. and everything will be exactly the way it was. Just kind of get used to this idea, kind of mentally prepare yourself. Um, well, it's sort of um, just that old chestnut, you know, to prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Um, mm-hmm. Where um, right. it's, it is important to to kind of take the time to both, you know, take those actions that will make you a little more safe or as safe as you can be, um, mm-hmm. you and your family, but also to mentally kind of let give yourself some time to get used to this uh, this new situation, and yeah. that can, you know, while you're doing that, it can be difficult to be, you know, very highly focused on some incredibly intense productivity project that you're trying to get done. <laughs> and that's to be expected. And that's, that is fine. They, like people tend not to work at their absolute best when they're 
stressed, especially stressed over things that they have little to no control over. So, um, yes, don't, it's not, uh, reasonable to expect that yeah. you, you're going to be performing in top form every day. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, she points out something in that article that, that also is, um, connected to the other article, the Wired article about, you know, why things feel surreal, which is the the uncertainty is is driving us mad. <laughs> you know, we may not recognize it, but the feeling that, you know, we don't actually know how long things will last. Uh, I know today in, in uh, Portland, they decided that, you know, they're not going to reopen the schools before summer. So what was like closed until the end of April is now closed until sometime in June and beyond because, you know, maybe they won't reopen until August or September. So if, if I were a, a parent <laughs> with school age children, I'd have a really, I, I'd be having a hard time today feeling like, Oh yeah, I can manage this <laughs> because that, that is a lot. Um, uh, that's a lot of time, you know. And uh, I mean, maybe it's better to know mm -hmm. um, that it's not going to end soon. But it's also at least, you know, I think there's got to be a, an adjustment, mental adjustment to go from one m month or one and a half months out of school to two and a half months Um Especially when the days sometimes feel like they last all week. <laughs> yes. Um, and I have to say, um, also jumping over to that article about it feeling surreal, um, it it mentions in that article that it uh, that that feeling you know stems very much from uncertainty and also um, not being familiar with the situation. Um, mm -hmm. And I. I may have mentioned it in last week's episode or um, I know I've talked to some people at least. Um, and what I find odd is that um, within my house, things don't feel that different at all um, because mm -hmm. I don't have I don't have kids. So I don't mm -hmm. have kids that are home. I always work from home or prefer to work from home. So um Everything I'm doing day to day is very familiar. Um, just, you know, I would tend to go to the grocery store more often. Um, when I go mm -hmm. to the grocery store this this last time, it was surreal. Um, yeah. You know, people are keeping their distance from another, like at the checkout lines. Um, mm -hmm. The, um, you know, many people have masks on. Um you kind of are like look down an aisle and see another person and you say, Oh, I'll get that later. Um, <laughs> and it's just a very, it's, it, it's very unfamiliar and so mm -hmm. surreal. Um, but in some ways I feel, um, very just fortunate that the way, like <laughs> my life has, been day to day tends to be uh like it doesn't feel very different if mm -hmm. i don't 
if I don't read the headlines, watch the news, or go outside. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I could see that. Um, the um, yeah, the other uh, thing that I thought was interesting in this article called Why Life During a Pandemic Feels So Surreal is that this notion that uh, it's almost like there's no future because there's no uh, there's no planning, you know, for we don't know what's going to happen in May, June, mm -hmm. or next week. And so we're, we're kind of weirdly living in very much in the present moment. <laughs> but it doesn't feel uh, it's not it doesn't feel like that, that mode of, uh, you know, attitude where living in the present moment, you know, mind like water, it feels more like what is going on every second in the present moment. And uh, the present moment seems to stretch out into, you know, some un, uh, calc incalculable uh, amount of time. Um, oh, and, you know, one thing that I was noticing, uh, I mean, in this, this particular article says like, you know, we can't plan our trips. And I know you and I are both people who tend to have a lot on our calendar that requires travel. And even today, I was working on working through my my OmniFocus um, review list. And I have this ongoing project that I've been um, working on a, a list of triggers for myself. So uh, triggers be, um, being like, for that kind of brain dump, that kind of GTD moment where you say, okay, let me put everything that's on my mind, every open loop, like put it down. And it's a, um, there is a list of triggers in that book. But most of them don't really apply to me. I mean, they're about a lot of it's about corporate life and, you know, things that uh, I'm not involved with. And so I thought, well, I can make my own trigger list. And I just have been doing it as an ongoing side project of, of adding things when I think of them that should be on a list to remind me, uh, you know, don't forget uh, to think about this. And the first thing on my list is travel. And it's like travel with many bullet points below it, you know, plane tickets and reservations and, you know, shopping and things like that. And, um, and I look at it and I'm like, yep, not doing that. <laughs> not doing, no, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help anything. So I think I might make up a new, uh, uh, you know, emergency trigger list, which is just like things that I can actually do in the house. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, well, and, you know, uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, I was, uh, also when I did my daily review today, um, as listeners may, long-time listeners may know, I tend to visit Disneyland fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yes, I was going to go for my birthday this year. But that uh, that trip, I just had to add a couple of items to cancel the hotel and um, move or cancel the flight reservations. Um, and we just... Uh, found out that our shelter in place here in the Bay Area has been extended until May 8th. Oh. Um, 
and they really notify you. So I got a an alert on my phone, an alert on my watch. They had an automatic phone call came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they that's that that's good. Um, yeah. Well, apparently it's working for you all uh, down there, and that's that's good because. Uh, you know, we're neighbors that way in California yes, and absolutely. Oregon and would like you all to shelter in place and not come up to Oregon. Or, <laughs> so. That's, well, we, we, we wouldn't be, we, we don't want to be in Oregon either. So, <laughs> so there, um, no, I would, yeah. as a matter of fact, one of the things I was, uh, I was doing the other evening was, um, Although you say, you know, we can't, like, there's no future. There's no concrete future. But I know we will sing karaoke together again one of these yes. days. I will come up to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have been uh, kind of going through and trying to, like, rehearsing karaoke songs. Nice. Because it's, well. That's uh, what you do when you really love you, karaoke. Well, also, Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, just to guard against that thing where you forget about the part in the song that goes really high <laughs> mm-hmm. until you're in the middle of singing it in front of like 20 people. And then you're yeah. like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have picked this song. So um, mm. anyway. Um, that's a good that's a, that's a good task. To, <laughs> it, maybe I should be doing that, too. I mean, I I have vocal exercises, too, you know, that wouldn't kill me to... Uh, you know, tune up my vocal cords. They're always, you know, useful. And it's, um, and I guess for me, it was more just as a distraction. It wasn't really, uh, like I wasn't trying, Oh, I need to be very productive in my karaoke practice. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but yeah, I found, uh, the handle with care by the traveling Wilburys is, very much in my range, so <laughs> Good you, might for you. Hear, you might hear that one next time. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, so the other thing, as I was doing my weekly review today, is I, I, I noticed that there are things that, um, I just, I've taken them as far as I can go. Like I've emailed people and gotten some information, um, but I can't really take take the next step where I need to actually go to a business which is currently closed. So I've I've I have a new tag called all clear. Um so hmm. once we get the all clear I can like do those things. Um but it's uh it's set to a waiting state that tag mm-hmm. or excuse me on hold in omnifocus. Mm-hmm. So that means that it won't show up as uh as an available action. Um because mm-hmm. it's something it's sort of like waiting, but I made a specific one because it's uh I'm waiting I'm not waiting on a person, I'm waiting on uh a very specific event. Yeah. No, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, I I this this review today made me realize I would like to clean up some of the stuff that either I'm never going to do or um, I can't do now and just have it out of the way because it takes away from the fun of doing the review. Well, I would, I, I would, um, 
suggest the things that you really think you're never going to do, it does make sense to to delete or drop them. I tend to drop mm-hmm. things because then they're still in the archive if I mm. ever am that interested. Because um, I'm a digital pack rat. Um <laughs> But if it's something that um, you just can't do now, I would mm-hmm. I would put that project on hold, mm-hmm. so that way you can have it not show up in your you know in in available settings, mm-hmm. so you don't have to see mm-hmm. it, you don't even have to review it, but it's still there, so that you know once you're once you're able to, you have kind of this panoply of things to choose from that you might want to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to rethink of them all again. Yeah. No, I, 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 that's what I was thinking, too. I just, you know, I don't need to be – I could, could just defer them. It probably, is, you know, the best thing is defer them for a month or more, things that just can't move forward right now. Um, mostly travel <laughs> Right. Well, I'm still because uh, whenever I do make travel pl- like plans for a trip, I do make a project for it. I have like, uh-huh. um, I know some people have very uh, like they use an Apple script or they, like they pull a template from another app. I just have a whole section called templates, and I just copy paste a template in um, mm-hmm. and change the name. Um. So yes, I have not. Um, I, I still have those projects around optimistically, um, even though, you know, one by one they're getting knocked off by reality. Um, but uh, so far, yeah. So, and then I was going to go to New Jersey and visit my sister sometime this mm. spring, but I just I just uh, dropped that project because that is definitely not going to happen. Yeah. And it's not like you'll forget to visit your sister. No, in no, the future. no. <laughs> well, it yeah, and it's not it, exactly. It's not a uh, project of it was specifically to go um and kind of do some estate related things for my dad mm-hmm. and also um I was going to maybe get some cooking lessons from my sister, who's a very Ooh. good cook as opposed to me who is not. Hmm. That sounds like fun. Well, it'll happen, as you say. It will happen. And uh, um, we just don't know exactly when. And uh, that's... Yes. That I mean, that's that's just a fact. And so, you know, getting used to that fact, which is not something we, I mean, really, it, you know, it's hard to think of when... When in life I've, I mean, and nobody's really gone through this level of, of you know, uncertainty and and normal routine being being turned upside down. I mean, nobody that we know, and uh, uh, I'm pretty sure. And so it's okay. We just we just let ourselves do the best we can, and absolutely, and don't um, go crazy. <laughs> don't go crazy. And I think, in a sense, at least for me, I, I don't. I'm not necessarily making concrete plans of the future, like uh-huh. exa- like I'm going like on this date I'm going here and doing this. But I think I am making 
sort of flexible plans. Um, like I would, for instance, I would like to come up and do some Portland karaoke yeah. once we are able to do that. Um, but when that will be, I don't know. But even in the abstract without a specific date, it is something in the future that I can look forward to. And I, right. I hope uh, you and all of our listeners can also find some things uh, that they can look forward to, even though it might not, like the exact details might not be apparent for quite a while. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to chat about um, this particular episode? No, I think we covered it. I um, thanks for letting me uh, vent <laughs> about uh, uncertainty instead of you know productivity today. Absolutely, and you know one of the reasons one of the reasons we try to have this trusted system is to because even though we're in the midst of a giant period of uncertainty. Life is really always pretty uncertain. We just fool ourselves into thinking it isn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but then things like this happen and we realize, oh, boy, we're good at lying to ourselves. Um, <laughs> uh, but there are things that we are able to – that are kind of in that circle or of control and and our trusted system as you said like is a nice little bit of normalcy to try to at least keep keep on with the things that we are able to um during this really surreal time as that article said mm -hmm. well i guess on that note it's time to wrap up this episode um so we can get back to um Get back to whatever it was we were doing before we started <laughs> recording this episode. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can contact us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, if you do have a little time on your hands, it would be great if you'd rate or review the podcast um, to help us find new listeners. And uh, we always love to hear from you. Um, if you are having, uh, if you have some ways that you're thinking about uh, or dealing with or handling um, the COVID-19 outbreak, um, we would love to hear from you. Um, and uh, yes, please stay safe, stay well. And um, yeah, um, thanks for listening. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all In the Weekly Review The Weekly Review Yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming